You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. It's to uh, hop on here, but uh, I am sitting down with SA Certified Advisor, founder of Simple Growth, Mike Callahan. Uh, and I'm Cody. If you're not familiar with me, I work on the Service Autopilot Marketing Team. Um, and we are just uh, sitting down to do, uh, hopefully, a uh, kind of live Q&A and just talk a little bit about COVID-19 best practices. Mike, thanks for taking the time to join me and for running the uh, the tech behind our live broadcast right now. Well, I'm, I'm hunkered down in the uh, the basement here. My wife's practicing a little social distance, as they say, and uh, she's locked me down in the basement. So <laughs> definitely got a few minutes for you. Um, as always, but uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to doing some live Q and A. And um, as we're rolling it, wait for a few people to get in here. Um, other thing too that we may um, want to look at is I think there's three key events or three key areas that we really need to focus on, and those are going to include the mindset of the entrepreneur, communication to our external customer and our internal customer as our actual employees, and cash flow. Um, because with the essential and non-essential um, setups of lawn care and home cleaning companies and some people that have actually been deemed essential, um, they don't have the workforce or ethically, they just don't feel comfortable putting their workforce in the field right now with health risk. Um, those three main events are probably the things that a lot of people have questions around, Cody. Mm -hmm. um, so where, because you talk to a ton of lawn care and, and home cleaning businesses, service businesses in general, where are you seeing the the biggest pain point? Like are people just don't have employees to get the work done because employees are home and afraid or or what do you what are you seeing? Well, I think it's a combination. I think that uh, our friends in the home cleaning industry are probably getting hit the hardest right now uh, because they actually have to physically go in the home. Um, a lot of them are taking a lot of precautions and they are extremely essential. So the key points of doorknobs, different areas where people are touching, uh, where you flush the toilet, all the different main areas in the house that need to be disinfected, um, TV controllers. So the, the virus, from what I've seen, I'm no expert on the actual length of the, um, of the virus itself, but it, it can sit on these hard surfaces uh, for 24, 72 hours. So yeah. uh, it is very essential that these cleaning services are going out and providing these services. Um, and if you don't mind me kind of just going back and backtracking a few years ago, uh, Jonathan Potoshnik of Lawn Care Millionaire, co-founder of Service Autopilot, talked about one of these events and he called it a black swan event. So uh, I don't know if he had his magic eight ball or what was going on there, but he <laughs> predicted that one of these things was going to happen. Um, and this is indeed the textbook example of a black swan event. A black swan Absolutely. event is something in widespread unpredicted. And uh, if you haven't seen it, maybe we can put it in the show notes here um, of a copy of Jonathan's talk that uh, was on the Facebook page a while back and with, I think, the Profit Roadmap. But it, it, um, Jonathan broke it down step by step. And one of the things that was really interesting um, that he touched on, and I'm going to actually I'll give credit where credit's due. Uh, I'll, I'll take a page out of Debbie Sardone's notebook um, with Cleaning Business Fundamentals. But uh, Debbie, Debbie at her uh, conference a few weeks ago in Dallas, right as this kind of broke down, she kind of shifted. Um, she talked about the mindset. And what I found was really, really interesting is the analogy of a buffalo and a cow. Now, it sounds absolutely bizarre. We're talking about COVID-19, lawn care, home cleaning, pest control services. And we're talking about mindset. And the question she proposed was, are you a buffalo or are you a cow? Now, Cody, any, any idea what, what she was getting at there before I actually break it down? Uh, well, I know from songs that buffaloes roam. Uh, 
And happy cows make uh, make the best cheese, I've learned from marketing from California. So that's what I know about buffaloes and cows. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure where that's exactly the road they're going down, but, but the <laughs> mindset is, and this I think is very particular to anybody in the service industry or anybody that owns a business. Um, if you've been on Facebook, there is definitely two separate mindsets. You have the entrepreneur that's like, okay, how do I deal with this? How do I be in the present? And how do I drive through this, this thing that's going on? Or um, I, the guy that used to our do some of our graphics for Callahan's Lawn Care is on Facebook literally every day going, well, what do I do? The phone's not ringing. Oh my gosh, we're going to run out of money. And he, and he is publicly making um, an issue for his business because he's, he's not reassuring to himself or probably definitely his employees are a little nervous now that they're seeing this on Facebook. So yeah. the idea is the buffalo and the cow in, in this is actually truth. I did, did research this because this seems really crazy. But when there's a really bad storm on the horizon coming at, and you should know this being in Texas, I would think, um, but the, the buffalo charges the actual storm and they run right into it. And it's the mindset is they're going to get through it quicker. They're going to feel the pain, but they're going to come out better on the other side of it. Where a cow, when they see this massive storm coming out, actually runs away but wow. a cow can't run fast enough to actually outrun the storm so they end up becoming completely exhausted sometimes collapsing and what they've done theoretically by not addressing it up front and being proactive is they've actually taken the pain of this black swan event and they've extended it and exposed yeah. themselves um and that's gonna you know and as we go through this and answer these questions live i'm kind of breaks us down some high levels of the mindset as an entrepreneur we really don't want to be the cow and run away from it. We really want to go in and be the buffalo. So if you have any comments or you're watching this live, type in there. Are you a buffalo or are you a cow? Are you going to run into this thing like the buffalo and face it head on? Or are you going to be the cow that runs away from it and allows this thing to own your business and take your, per your personal sanity away from you and hopefully not your employees and your customers? And I'm going to have a couple different ways to tackle this with Cody. Um, but how will you basically respond and determine how, how you're going to react to it? So either you're going to grow or you're going to shrink. Um, and, I, and I've had the blessing of being in a business 25 plus years now in the service industry. And we've gone through some of these economic downturns. And, and I will tell you, in the first couple downturns or issues we've had, we were that cow. We ran and allowed that disruption to own us. And it, it caused our business to shrink and our profitabilities were hurt. Mm -hmm. But when... We started to see different issues like this that happened with drought or um, economy issues in upstate New York with Kodak and Xerox shrinking. Um, when we realized if we could charge at it, we could actually come out ahead of it. And this is where Jonathan's um, Black Swan event talked about, and I won't give you the whole talk, but he talked about creating a cash war chest. And he talked about doubling down when things like this happen. So when your yeah. competitors contract, you actually dive in and face it head on. And that's something that Jonathan did in several times with his company, City Turf, and they went out and dominated that Frisco market um, and Plano market that they're in. So the challenge in front of us, all of us now, is are we gonna be that buffalo in charge and dominate this? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk through some tips of communication and cash flow, or are we gonna be the cow, kind of like similar to the graphics guy that I know, and it's letting it own his life, and he's, he's, he's going crazy on the internet, and now his employees and his customers are seeing it, and it's creating question marks around that guy's business. He's got one hell of a business, but we don't want to take that fear and anxiety that we have and push it out. We need to reframe it 
and have a systematic way of going out and actually doing. We need to respond and reassure our clients and our customers how we're going to tackle that. Um, so, Cody, I don't know from the live feed if we have any questions here. I'll take a look. Uh, if we don't, I can break into the communication and cash flow yeah. um, process here. But do you have any any thoughts up to this point? Or I don't want to kind of dominate the talk. <laughs> um, the the big thing that I was thinking about, I was talking to one of the Service Autopilot Academy members yesterday uh, for an episode that's out on the Profit Roadmap right now. You go try to download it; it will be there. But we were we were talking before the call about Facebook ad spend right now, and I know that you and I talked about this before we got on here we're seeing a decrease in our costs to generate leads right now, which is, you know, crazy during what should be a really, really challenging time. I'm getting better results for less money than, yep. uh, than we were getting just a few weeks ago during the peak of our selling season. And that's because like you were talking about other businesses who are, are trying to get in front of these people are playing a really conservative game trying to like protect what they've got, kind of retreat a little bit, and, and they're doing a cow strategy versus doing a, a buffalo strategy, definitely. Yeah, and it's interesting, so uh, I don't know the exact stats, but Facebook and um, Google AdWords or pay-per-click ads, that we're seeing a 50 oh, to almost a 70% reduction in cost right now across most of the markets in the United States. So um, if, yeah. if there ever was a time to go out and communicate, right now is the time double down and capitalize. Um, and one of the main topics that we're looking at is communication. And I, I think it's really twofold, Cody. It's, it's your clients and your employees. Um, and we need to be calm and reassuring as a leader. We can't show that panic, even if there is a little apprehension, which it's human nature, it's going to be, but people are gonna see through that. And I think the first level of that is when we communicate to our client, we want to be reassuring and we're here to help. Uh, one of the other Academy members, I won't mention his name, had a really good post, but he was talking about how they were sanitizing the inside of the trucks and they had hand sanitizer and how they're practicing social distancing. And they were uh, basically requiring temperature checks for all the employees. And if they weren't feeling ill or they had any questionable things, they told them to stay home. But if there was ever a time to over communicate, right, is now. Now, Absolutely. You, you could have spammy emails and sales pitches and things like that. That can be over-communicated. But with this uncertainty, there is no way you can physically over-communicate. I, I recommend actually communicating daily if you can, especially if you're in a service business where you're at their home on a daily basis or inside their home. And we want to emphasize this through different types of mediums. So not only just email, but posts on social media, organic and paid, text messaging and videos. One of the best plays that I've seen by a lot every of service channel. industries. Yes, every channel, different mediums. But one of the best plays I've seen by a lot of people in the service autopilot ecosystem is they sent out a video, an email with a video, basically a picture of it that links out um, to their website with them personally giving a human touch and reassuring it. And the ones I've seen for the most part, um, especially in the service autopilot ecosystem, have been done right. But this is not the time. Um, to pull what I do pretty much daily and get on service or in, in Facebook and make content videos um, because I do it daily. But before I first started doing those content videos, I would have to plan hours to do a five minute video. So unless you're comfortable being in front of the video camera and you're gonna go live, script it out, practice it. Because mm -hmm. if you're gonna do it, it has to be 100% right out the gate. Um, now, doing content videos is a little bit different. I, I say first draft is better than no draft. But right now, yeah. if you're talking about COVID, 
you don't want to be willy nilly and just go out and kind of pitch whatever is going on in your head because you need to have it framed in the right frame of mind and you need to communicate the reassurance of what you're doing to protect your staff and your consumers. So that's the first one. We need to go out and communicate and over communicate through all those different community ch uh, channels. The next one is cash. Hey, real quick. Yep. Real quick. In addition to communication with your clients, uh, we had a really good example come through uh, because you can't have like an all hands meeting with your staff right now. Like, hey, everybody, let's gather up in this room and talk about the infectious disease. Um, so Corey Bettinghouse uh, gave me permission to, to repost his video that he did that was a filmed all hands meeting that they sent out to all of their employees explaining their, their plan, how they were gonna continue operating and, and why they felt this was the safest option and the best option for the company, for the team, uh, even like how they were going to get around because normally everybody comes in and uses the same iPad to clock in and how they were going to get around that by using smart cameras they already had outside their, their office so that no one had to come in. Uh, so communication with your employees is going to make sure that you, you don't end up in the situation where someone is afraid and so they don't want to come in. If you're explaining that you're taking all these precautions and you are taking them, then people are going to feel a lot better and just communicating that like steady leadership like Mike's talking about is going to help you a lot. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I, I was I was hesitant to mention Corey's name, but uh, that was definitely one of the guys that had done it right in this ecosystem. And the other thing, too, is just reassuring um, your employees that if they're unsafe, they feel unsafe for some reason, that you, you've got their back and, and you're going to play within the new lines of um, right now. So the government just released a basically a, a poster of the new rules of COVID-19 with the paid time off and different concerns. So uh, I think now is the time to go out and be proactive and talk to your employees and, and get a hold of that um, new poster they've just released today, I believe it was, or late yesterday. Um, yeah. But it, it clearly defines what's expected and not expected. Maybe we get a, a link to that in the show notes, Cody. I think I have one actually um, in my email. I can I can probably connect to this afterwards as well. Oh, yeah. I've got one too. Um, and the, the other thing there too is there's a local company um, here that is doing design build. Now, in some areas, design build or construction has been deemed essential and others it hasn't. But the end of the day is even if you have been deemed unessential, there are some creative ways with technology now that you can at least start to stack your sales pipeline. Cause just because this is happening doesn't mean your people don't want your services. So this landscape company was actually offering zoom or go to meeting calls or Facebook live to actually do landscape design consults. Um, so awesome. they've actually figured out ways around it. So, um, very similar. So if you're the cow, you're running away from it. You're like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We can't do any more design build estimates because that requires an on site person to person consult. Well, no, this company was the Buffalo. They're driving through it and they said, you know what? We can use cloud-based technology such as Facebook, Zoom, or GoToMeeting and actually have these need to need. And I have a feeling, Cody, that this may actually cause a, bist, a, a bit of a shift of buying habits with technology after the storm is done here. Because um, let's face it, things aren't going to be the same after this is done. Yeah. Um, I mean, people are going to be a lot more comfortable using video conferencing stuff to, to replace what could have been, you know, uh, an annoying email exchange uh, or driving out to somebody's house and then they have to let you in and they have to feel like they cleaned up a little bit and all of that for the design consultant to come over. If, if people are comfortable using video conferencing to do that, 
it's going to make businesses more efficient as well. Because if I can run 10 consultations in an afternoon instead of the three that I could drive between, uh, it's going to make things move a lot faster and still have that really personal touch. Yeah. So I, and if you look at this, there are some, some massive positive positives that are actually coming out of it. Um, and the next thing is, is cash flow. And Jonathan definitely touched at this um, at his SA4 talk. Um, he talked about having a cash war chest. So hopefully everybody took his advice coming into this. Um, but if you don't have that cash war chest waiting for these times, um, I by no means am I a financial consultant. I, I love and I I preach a debt-free model, and that's something we're doing here at Simple Growth as well. Um, but if people are going out and in, in buying cars that depreciate as soon as you pull them off the lot, um, I think we need to look at our business as an investment. It's not uh, bad to take on a little debt or pull in a business line of credit. So if you haven't done it, I would suggest before things tighten up even more, go talk to your banker, whether it's remotely or in person, whatever the restrictions are, get that line of credit in place. It could take three to you know, two or three weeks or maybe two to three months to get that approved based on your mm -hmm. credit and how tight it's getting. But if this thing does prolong, you may need a line of credit. So that's one thing. If you don't have that war chest, or even if you do, it's not going to cost you anything, but you have that peace of mind as you're being that buffalo and you're driving forward, you've got liquidity of cash available for you. Um, and some of those new rules, I don't know the exact details. Jason Cup would be a great uh, insight that was just on, but he, there is He's working to, on that. Yeah, there is, there, there is an up to um, two week period where you may have to compensate your employees, whether you get a tax credit back or a refund, but there is some new legislation that's changing hourly. So I'm not exactly sure where that's at in the last 24 to 48 hours, but there is that possibility. Um, so go look at getting a line of credit. Next thing is if you have a credit card, and I don't recommend running a credit card up for debt or financing your business. But if you've got a ten dollars or $15,000 credit limit on that card, it's not going to hurt you to call the credit card company and potentially get an extension of credit in the last mm -hmm. case scenario. But while you're on the phone with them, ask for a reduction in the percentage of the financing on that card. Because if you have good history, a lot of times if you get them on the phone, they'll drive that percentage down. Now, that's going to be your last resort. But if you're yeah. going out and buying office supplies or things like that, and you need to conserve cash in the near time, and you've got 30 days to pay off that card, it may just be another way to cover that gap for the next week or two. But be in essence, you know, you need a budget to pay that off at the end of the month. But um, those two things, line of credit, conserve cash, have it on hand, make sure your credit cards are in order if you need to use them at a last ditch resort. Um, but I think that line of credit, no matter the business, um, or a debt-free model, there's not a business around that hasn't tapped into a line of credit or something like that when things get a little hairy like this or un something unpredicted like a drought. So if we were proactive, let's go out and try to manage our cash flow before it's too late. Because if yeah. you run out of cash, you're not going to be able to get it in time to, to, to save yourself. So can I get your thoughts? Because I you know, obviously have never been in the position to, to have to look into this before. Um, Thoughts on the SBA loan program? I'll be honest. In 25 years of business, we've never done the SBA. Um, I know they have some really good rates. They are um, somewhat a little bit easier to get from it, I've understood. Um, but yeah, that's a great option. I know right now the disaster relief SBA loans, um, they're being overwhelmed by people applying for them. Okay. So if you can get in, yes, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. And if you're that financially affected, 
Absolutely. Cash flow is yeah. king. We need that cash mm -hmm. flow. Um, but while everybody's running out for those SBA loans or while you're waiting for it, it's not going to hurt you to go get that line of credit if you haven't as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So have multiple backup plans. And I a great question, Cody. Um, well, was that everything that we wanted to cover? Yeah, I would say it was more of live and Q&A, but I came loaded with a little a little more information yeah. just to kind of, uh, you know, soften the blow. But also like to say what's up from uh, Michelle from Pink Collars is uh, she is going to be charging in the storm as a buffalo. And uh, hi to Peggy uh, Hayat as well. Great information. But yeah, it, Cody, even if people aren't able to see this live, because I know a lot of the lawn care companies are starting full tilt this week. Um, I'll keep an eye on this post and happy to answer any of these questions, either live or record, recorded. But uh, do you have any any comments, questions, or concerns around COVID-19 or what's going on um, with with the industry or any, any thoughts that you've seen from the marketing department over at Service Auto Pilot? Um, I mean, most of what I've seen, especially in the green industry, is, you know, like there was an initial fear. And then in a lot of cases, uh, as governors have spoken or like local like municipalities and stuff have spoken, it seems like they're going to be able to continue operating and, and a lot of the, the cleaning industry is able to continue operating. Um, so I, I mean, I feel like our industries are in a decent position to, to continue working and continue getting paid and keeping their people paid. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, it's a, we're in a good situation, uh, somewhat fortunate in both industries as well. Um, mm -hmm. I think the cleaning industry is taking a little bit heavier hit and I, I definitely feel for yeah. those folks. And um, obviously we got to do whatever you need to do to, to support those folks as well um, in the service industry. I think the the other thing that, that just is concerning and we already kind of talk, talked about it, but is um, don't overreact and make sure that you're coming in calmly and, and, and reinforcing that with your employees because they are, there's definitely some turmoil, whether they're going to tell you or not, they're concerned a about their health and b the solid part of their job and getting paid. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, reinforce it with your consumer and over communicate, um, to both of them, but do it in a way that you've, you've thought about it, you've framed it and maybe run it by somebody else just to make sure, um, that it's there. And, and this may not be a Facebook live play. This is a recorded video that you play over and you send to one of your, yeah. your industry friends say, Hey, how did you perceive that? Is this, this is the message I'm trying to get across. Is this actually preparing that message or um, does it? And if you're in the member group, that is a great place to yes. submit something like this and get some feedback from people who are, you know, really talented entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say that uh, I have a friend because I, I live in uh, Debbie Sardone's cleaning businesses uh, uh, service area. I have a friend that is a client of hers and they have, because, like I, I sent my friend to her, her company. Uh, he keeps me updated on like what they're doing marketing wise uh, and communication wise. And like, he is a very like, you know, nervous about this sort of guy. And the amount of communication that he has received from her company has made it where he hasn't canceled service. He's, you know, continued to allow them to come in and take care of stuff. Uh, and it's because of the amount of communication that they have put out around we've switched to this variety of disinfectant you know we're all of the precautions that they're taking to keep cleaners safe to keep customers safe uh so just so that like people can hear from from the ground from a customer perspective that is why he hasn't canceled yeah and, and she's i mean I've, I've been in her i we're working with her as a certified advisor in some, some fashions mm -hmm. as well and, and we get i'm in her email list and i get that daily communication but it is yeah. 
um, written text, but it's, it's actually a video of Debbie who pretty much is an absentee owner. She doesn't really work in the business anymore, but she's reinserted herself to reaffirm that. And I think no matter your business or the size, that's where it's really important. And I think um, taking a play on Debbie or very similar to what we did at Callahan's, we had really good relationships with the local news and the local news mm -hmm. are still dying for topic experts. So whether you're in lawn care, you're in home cleaning, pest control, if you called them and literally said, I want to be an expert on how a service business is handling this and how the consumer is actually reacting to this, and it's not a sales pitch, it's just literally you are being a matter of fact topic expert in bringing value to that news station. That is something that you could take and turnkey into a reusable piece for your client base. And that's something we used to do Absolutely. at Callahan's, you know, several times a year with the news stations with that relationship. And that was, um, it was almost more reassuring because if they're willing to put this guy on the news, he, he must know what he's talking about. Obviously we did, yeah. but it was reassuring them like, okay, based on the drought and all the things that are going on, if this guy's recommending we should do this, we should probably do this. So um, yeah. if you haven't reached out to your news organizations, honestly, I think that's a great play right now because they are hungry for credible people in the local area to actually interview. Absolutely. Well, I guess if there's no other questions, Cody, um, we can wrap it up, but I appreciate you having me on here um, on the Service Autopilot Facebook page. And uh, yeah, if there's nothing else, feel free to drop any of the uh, comments or questions below. Cody and I will keep an eye on it for the next 24 to 48 hours. And uh, Cody, thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Any closing thoughts? I think we're good. Thank you so much. All right. Appreciate it, buddy. Have a good one. All right. You too. All right, see you. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an Estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.